passing on the road. I got some memories to grow. Welcome to Travelers on Fire, an adventure travel podcast that will provide you inspiring travel stories from experts around the world and helps you getting ready for your next adventure. I'm your host, Nadim Reza, and I hope you enjoyed the show. So today I'm going to talk about how to save up for your next adventure. Because you know, Hannah and I, we're both quite young, and we often got the question, how can you afford traveling for so long? Because yeah, we're no digital nomads, so we always had to save up before we were going on the next trip. So yeah, therefore in this show I'm gonna yeah share some tips and tricks, things that I use to save up and things that you also maybe can use when you're planning a next trip. So yeah, I hope you enjoy listening to the show. However, before I continue, I really want to stress guys that traveling for a longer period doesn't have to be that expensive. But tips and tricks how to save up when you are traveling, for example on food, accommodation and transport, we will cover in all separate episodes. So yeah, let's get it started and share some tips and tricks how to save up before you're planning a next trip. I guess your biggest expense is probably your cost of living. At least that was for me when I was living in Amsterdam. Because you know, currently you pay around 600 euro for a tiny room and then you still have to consider yourself lucky. So yeah, if you really want long-term travel, it's really important that you keep your cost of living as low as possible. But of course, I don't know where you live and what options you have. So I can only talk about the things that I use to keep my cost of living as low as possible. So in Amsterdam, I decided to live the first years of my student life not on a regular renting contract because I had the option to live cheaper on a so-called anti-squatting contract. Because, you know, in the Netherlands, if an office or a house or an apartment building is empty for a longer period of time, if some people realize that, they can break in and decide to live there. This is also known as squatting. And, you know, in the Netherlands, it's quite a difficult procedure to get these people out again. So there are companies that are specialized to place people in these temporary houses that are empty. So it's getting prevented from being squatted by people that are, yeah, illegally live there. So that meant that I lived temporary in different houses around Amsterdam. Well, this was quite a good way to live for me for, yeah, just a few years because, you know, the downside of this contract is is that when a house or an apartment is getting renovated or is being sold, then you have to move as soon as possible. However, the company is trying to find a new place for you. But, yeah, it can mean that you can move quite a lot in a very short period of time. But, you know, the rent that you pay is much lower because the rent is basically a fee for the company to cover their administrative expenses. And yeah, this is much lower than the normal rent in Amsterdam. So that's why I decided to live on this contract for at least two years. So after these first years, I got another option to live relatively cheap with some friends in Amsterdam. And then I decided to do that. However, the last year of my studies, I decided to live at home again. One year to save up for my current van life trip. Yeah, I know to live at home is definitely not possible for everyone. But yeah, luckily my parents were okay with me living at home again. And looking back on the last year, it has been a great decision because I really connected well with my parents again and it was just a good opportunity to save a lot of money. So that's how I saved up a lot in terms of accommodation. Another field where I saved a lot in is in terms of food and drinks. Because you know, I never go to restaurants or order my food in. 
what means that I always prepare my own food. Also, when I go to work, to the library, I always carry two food boxes with me where I just prepared all my food. Because, yeah, for one, it just saves me a lot of money. And it's also much healthier. And I also always carry my own water bottle that I always can fill up anywhere. So, um, yeah, I don't have to buy always different kinds of water bottles. And, of course, it's also such a big waste of plastic to always buy a new water bottle. So, yeah, please carry your own water bottle because it will, in the end, save you a lot of money. And my groceries I always try to do at the cheaper supermarkets like the Lidl and the Aldi. But when I am in the more expensive supermarkets, I also like it to buy, of course, the cheapest things. And the cheapest, like, products are mostly at the lower bar where it's difficult to find, like, these kind of products. And yeah, also, I really tried also the more expensive products and very often the cheaper and the more expensive products, they come out of the same fabric. The only difference is the brand. And yeah, the brand's often much more expensive. So yeah, I always like it to buy the house brand. And in the end, I really don't feel a lot of difference. So um, yeah, and I know it saves me a lot of money. So that's good. But last year, I also uh, decided to stop buying meat. Because, yeah, meat actually is quite expensive. And I now I just eat a lot of more veggies and beans. And, yeah, this also in the end saves quite a bit. And I know this all might sound a bit cheeky. But, you know, over the years I really got used to this. And I know on a monthly basis I just can all use, can use this money all for traveling. While still living a healthy lifestyle. So, oh yeah, another important thing is that I also like it to work in the library instead of coffee places. For one, it's mostly much quieter. And... Yeah, it's also a place where you just can sit for as long as you want without having to order something new. So I don't get bothered or asked by anyone. So I really like it to work in libraries. All right, another way how I save quite some money is to switch my mobile phone plan to prepaid. Because, you know, I realized that you can buy quite a good secondhand phone for a very good price. And then with a prepaid plan, you're never exceeding your like yeah phone plan. And therefore, you always pay the same. And yeah, I also realized that actually these days you can find Wi-Fi everywhere. So you really don't need 30 GB to yeah be always on your data. You can just use Wi-Fi. So um, yeah, to give you an idea, in the Netherlands, I have a low budget provider, which is really fine. And I have 5 GB for 10 euro. And I'm never exceeding that because I'm always on the Wi-Fi anywhere. So um, yeah, like definitely think again about like if your monthly membership of your phone is really expensive, then... Yeah, maybe just quit it at some point and buy a secondhand phone and go on a prepaid and see how you like that. Also, these days, many companies try to get you on a membership. Also, many applications on your phone, they're trying to get you on a monthly membership. And yeah, I know in the beginning it just sounds like a little bit of money, just a couple of euros per month. But this really sums up in the end. So really, yeah, think again of like, do you need this membership? Am I using this? And is it worth the money? Because, yeah, what I say, in the end, it all sums up. So, um, for example, also for the gym, I don't have a yearly membership for the gym because in the summer, I'm always outside. But in the winter, I still like it to go every now and then to the gym because it's just way too hard to exercise outside in the cold. So, yeah, I always sign up for just a few months. And, yeah, in the beginning, this sounds more expensive. But in the end, if you check what you pay for the year, it's still cheaper. So, yeah, definitely also check if you just can sign up for a few months if you know in advance that you're only going to use it for just a few months. All right. So, next to reduce your memberships, another way where you can save a lot of money on is on your transport. And, yeah, you might guess it already, but I really like it to use my bicycle to get from A to B. And not having a motorized vehicle to go from A to B is just the cheapest way of traveling. However, when I was living with my parents, I lived quite far away from the city center. So, 
yeah, to visit my friends, I often took my motorbike to see them. And the funny thing is that many people think that driving a motorbike must be expensive. But you know, like the motorbike I currently use back home, I paid 600 euro for and I drove it last year every day and it never broke down. It's just like a really good like brand, what I bought, like Honda, um, even though it's almost 20 years old. And the good thing of a motorbike is that you can park it almost anywhere for free in the city. So this can be very handy. And also you use less fuel and your insurance is much cheaper compared to a car. Yeah, of course, you still have to get your license, which is quite costly. But in the end, you will definitely even it out with all the money you save on gas and parking. Uh, and also, I never take the taxi or the Uber because, yeah then I'd rather take the public transport. And I know this might take a bit longer, but then I just listen to some podcasts and yeah, that's also perfectly fine for me. So what I also like to do is to pay a lot of attention to buying things of good quality. So I don't have to buy things twice when it breaks down. So yeah, I once saw this quote and I believe it's true that a poor man cannot afford it to buy things twice. And yeah, that's how you have to think when you want to save money. Because I know it can be very tempting sometimes to buy something cheap, but then you realize that, pretty quickly the quality is quite bad and you have to replace it for another one and yeah that in the end sums up as well so yeah for example when i bought my first motorbike i bought a second-hand motorbike from a very good japanese brand and i always spent hours on doing research and reading reviews online before i make a purchase and i know this takes quite some time to look up all the reviews and to doing all your research but yeah i experienced that it's definitely worth it to do this research So yeah, actually right now I have quite some experience in buying second-hand vehicles. So I'm going to make a separate episode where to pay attention on before you want to buy a second-hand vehicle. Also in terms of maintaining these vehicles, I try to do the basic maintenance myself. Because I think right now the hour rate in Amsterdam is around 50 to 40 to 50 euro. So um, yeah, if you just want to change the oil or you don't want to change the tire or whatever, these things you can easily do yourself. And I always look up on YouTube to see how other people did it. And I also like it to read in the manual to see how it works. So yeah, I really try to do the basic maintenance myself. And um, yeah, also for my bicycle, I try to fix things myself. And even for my iPhone, like I looked up how to change the battery, change the home button, and just with a really basic kit, you can easily fix these things yourself without having to bring it to a repair shop. So definitely take that into account as well. So to coming back to buying products, I of course like to buy good products for a good price, which still has a good quality. So yeah, but I really can't afford to support all my hobbies with new stuff. So what I do is to also buy a lot of secondhand stuff. And I always do my research beforehand. And then I just buy secondhand things. And if it's of a good brand, then it still mostly lasts for like many, many years. So yeah, I also pay a lot of attention in buying secondhand things. And when I buy new things, I also pay attention to where I buy my stuff. Because you know, some people tend to believe that you really can't buy good products as for example, big outdoor outlets as Decathlon. Well, I really disagree with this because you know, like I bought a 60 euro tent at Decathlon and it lasted like my whole Africa trip for like six months. And Anna and I also bought a 50 euro tent for a bicycle trip. And it also lasted for one year, even in crazy storms. So yeah, please bear in mind that you don't need a 500 euro tent for your first backpacking trip. A cheaper one will also do just fine. But yeah, please do your research beforehand and read the reviews before you buy something. However, nowadays in terms of clothing, I like to buy things where I know that I can wear it for many years without getting bored of it. 
Because, you know, back in the day, I really liked to buy a lot of cheap, fast fashion. And I just did wear it a few times. And then I quickly got bored of it and never wore it anymore. And that's actually such a big waste in the end. So, yeah, therefore now I like to buy more expensive basic stuff compared to the latest trendy stuff. And, yeah, I also like to buy a lot from the brand Patagonia. Also because I'm completely behind their vision and they make nice basic products of great quality. All right, already coming to my last tip and actually a very important one because, yeah, I'm always very surprised when I'm home again how many yeah things and stuff I have that I just don't use or don't need. So, yeah, please sell your old stuff because, yeah, you really don't need so much stuff. And I also, when I'm coming back of a big trip, I always like it to just give a lot away and, like, some things I also like it to sell because, yeah, you can make a little bit of money with it. And with your old things, you can make others very happy with. So definitely bear that in mind because, yeah, that money, of course, you can use for your next trip. All right, that was it already. So, yeah, I hope that you maybe now got some ideas and inspiration which you can use for planning your next adventure. Of course, another great part of long-term travel is how you spend your money while you are on the road. And that we will cover in another episode. And yeah, we hope you enjoyed listening to the show and hope to find you back next week on another episode of Travelers on Fire.